On this special episode of No More Beans, we talk about how to survive Freshers' Week. Freshers could be the best week of your life, but if it's not, that doesn't mean your university experience is going to be any less. The composition of cheese. Cheese is like, it's just hard milk. How to make friends at uni. It can be really scary at the beginning, but it's not as hard as you think. And slightly questionable pranks. That's assaulting someone. <laughs> lemons, lemons aren't soft. No, I didn't. Plus, we'll be talking about surviving shared living, and I'll be telling you guys about some of my top money-saving tips. Hello and welcome to No More Beans, the money-saving podcast from Save the Student. I'm Jess. And I'm Tom. And we are here to help you save cash at university. So it's been a bit of a while since we've been sat here doing yeah, the podcast, hasn't it? it's good, good it? to be back. Yeah, so we're basically, we're here back in the studio. Well, I say studio. We're just sat in the office with yep. some microphones. But uh, <laughs> we're back here. We are doing um, a special freshers edition of the podcast. Yeah. So for all our first-time listeners um, and maybe even first-time students, uh, if you're starting uni as a fresher this September, we should probably explain a little bit about who we are and uh, and what we do. So here at Save the Student, we're dedicated to helping you save and make money at uni. Uh, so if you head over to our website, savethestudent.org, we've got loads of helpful guides on everything from the best student bank accounts to saving money on pre-drinks. Yeah, so we've been doing this podcast for a little while now, and we've already done episodes on stuff like student housing and how a mouse stole my Kit Kats. Um, we've done stuff on traveling on a budget, setting up a business at uni. So if you're interested in that kind of stuff, make sure you go back and give some of our other episodes a listen after this um, and subscribe to our channel so you're the first to hear when we release new stuff. Yeah, so enough plugging our own content. Let's get cracking with the Freshers edition of No More Beans. Yeah, so what we're going to be doing is sharing some of our own experiences of Freshers' Week, um, what to do, what not to do, what to expect. And we've asked some of our listeners to send in the things that they wish they'd known before Freshers' Week as well, and they've got some really good stuff to share. Cool. Uh, we'll also be discussing how to make friends at uni, how to survive shared living, uh, and our resident money expert, Jake, will be popping in to talk about how to set up an effective uni budget. So what is your main memory of Freshers' Week, Tom? Was it everything you thought it would be? Well, and I can't remember if I've said this on the podcast before, but I didn't get accommodation. Uh, I didn't get halls in first year of uni. Travel Lodge Tom. Exactly. See, I have mentioned it then. Yeah. Um, So I was probably, I mean, it's hard to say, but I feel like maybe I was more apprehensious. Apprehensive. Apprehensive. Thank you. (laughs) What I was saying, I was like, (laughs) that's "That's not a word. (laughs) More apprehensive than your standard student, because obviously a lot of students will have the kind of the fallback of knowing well at least I'm in halls like at least I'll be able to meet people there whereas for me I literally didn't have Mm. any means other than my course essentially to meet people so for me my abiding memory of freshers week is going to nightclubs by myself and having to try and meet people there (laughs) oh my god which is something that I look back and I think how the hell did I manage to do that? Because yeah. nowadays I would never in a million years go to a nightclub by myself, ever. Yeah, I think it is quite tough. I mean, I, as I say, my main memory of Freshers' Week was just a lot of nights out. Um, and you always end up going to like the worst clubs as well. Because oh, yeah. you don't you don't know where's good and what's not. So you just yep. kind of like go wherever. So uh, honestly, one of the things that I would say is Freshers' Week in your second and third year will quite possibly be better than Freshers' Week when you're a fresher. Because then you know yeah. actually where to go and where the best events are. Um, and you'll you'll meet loads and loads of people. Like I, you meet so many people who you're kind of like best friends with for a night and then they yep. just, you never see them again. I've still got people saved in my phone as like, you know, Charlotte from D Block or whatever. Yeah, I've, got, I've, like, still, I've still got one in my phone just called Jacket. 
Okay. Your jacket. <laughs> because some guy asked me to look after his jacket or something. I can't remember if I gave it yeah. back to him. I must have given it back to him. I've got like people saved as like sell space tickets because space yeah. is like this. Like, there's so many things like that. And I think it's, so obviously you've got to be open. You've got to meet lots of new people. But I think definitely sort of prepare for the fact that you might never see them again. Like it's yep. sort of harsh as that sounds, but it's just about kind of meeting everyone. Um, yeah. So Freshers Week clearly has the potential to be amazing um and for a lot of people will be amazing um but it's definitely a good idea to prepare so i mean we have an article on the site 10 tips to survive freshers week which i think really has some really useful information in it yeah yeah i thought we'd go through them now because there is some really good stuff in there um and we can kind of contribute our own thoughts yeah so the first one is save in advance which i think is something quite important i think it's something that not a lot of students think about because it is quite I think the beginning of uni, it can like, you know, Freshers Week is literally a week of just going out yeah. and partying and stuff. That's quite expensive and you'll probably never really do that again for the rest of the year. Yeah. So you kind of need money for that as well. Think about when your maintenance loan actually comes in yeah. because it might not come in in time for Freshers Week yeah. or other things. I remember for myself, so, uh, well, some people would get there on the Friday or the mm. Saturday or the Sunday. Um, and I went on the Sunday, but the maintenance loan didn't come in until you'd officially enrolled and when you're officially yeah. enrolled yeah exactly it, it depends on when mm. when you officially enroll essentially you can't really choose a lot of the time so yeah. mine wasn't until the wednesday i think so yeah. I, I had three or four days where thankfully i still had some of my own money my own savings left over but yeah you know some people might not have it's and, definitely good to have some like buffer money to get yeah. you through this first week or so and as well don't buy any tickets or wristbands or anything like that yeah. until you like get to uni because I mean, like, one, like, what happens if you spend, like, 50 quid on a wristband and then you get there and none of your flatmates have got yep. that wristband? You've just wasted money. And also, like, a lot of them are just, like, scams and rip-offs. Like, yeah. the although, promise- although I would add is that if you and your friends are going to go, like, to lots of places together, yeah, then the wristbands really are good value. Because I, I mm. remember the one I bought was £40, I think, but it literally had access to like 20 nights out which in london i mean if, yeah. well, anywhere that's good but in london that's incredible yeah i mean i didn't really get one i don't well i think they did have them for leeds but i think there was like this one event it was called like the freshers icebreaker oh, i remember yeah. we all got tickets for that it's all got ice branding on it as well yeah um <laughs> so yeah obviously like you know you will get them but i would just say one thing i advise is just kind of wait until you get there and don't like sort of jump into like buying stuff when you're you know still at home and you don't know what you're going to be doing yeah um number two is to be yourself so don't try to like reinvent yourself because people will probably just see right through it yeah and i feel like obviously i don't this is probably not universal but i do feel like in a lot of cases compared to high school uni is just like a lot friendlier a lot Mm. more accepting like you know there's people from high school who are just you know like not very nice yeah. people and you're like i I want to reinvent myself because i don't want to sort of recreate who i was at high school like it, it probably won't even come to that because yeah. everyone at uni is just so much nicer well, not even just that the fact that at uni in your year alone there will probably be thousands if not tens of thousands of mm. people like it doesn't matter who you are or what you're like i absolutely 100 percent guarantee you that there will be other people like you because yeah. there's just so many of them so so many people you'll kind of find your own crowd yeah and that kind of leads on to the next one which is obviously not easier said than done but don't be shy when you mm. first go there so you know the number one thing that people always say is like keep your door open when you yeah. move into halls you know like have that kind of welcoming atmosphere try and remember people's names when you meet them as well although that's so difficult when you first start but like you know like if someone tells you your name try and like repeat it back to them because that's meant to help i think um and like just sort of be you've got to be a bit more 
out there, I think, at the beginning, even if you yeah. are a shy person, like I think you do have to. And and something kind of linked to this is, um, I'm guessing it's still a thing. It certainly was a thing when I was at uni and I still see these groups popping up on Facebook. Um, are like freshers Facebook groups. Mm. So like for before you even get to uni, there'll be like um, groups for certain people in certain like halls, yeah. people in certain courses and stuff. That's a really good way to like, kind of start the conversation early on like meet some people even just kind of familiarize yourself with the names and the faces and what yeah. the people are going to be like before you get there so it's not mm. a total shock when you do yeah and number four is do your admins so you will have to kind of like register as a student when you get there when i did it i don't know what it was like for you but the queue was so so long like, mine wasn't too bad because I, I i was doing it on the wednesday i think by the time i did it everyone else had but i do remember yeah. people saying they were queuing for like literally over an hour just to like get their photo taken like yeah. it was ridiculous and i didn't take anyone with me as well because i was just like oh, i'm just gonna go register like it'll take. and i just was stood in this queue for what felt like forever but just like well obviously tom's just said he waited and that kind of paid off for him but also in the same vein you might want to just get it over and done yeah with and it meant on. i had to wait for my loan as well so. yeah just you know because especially kind of as the week goes on if you're going on loads of nights out you might forget about it so just do that kind of stuff you know take a friend with you get registered and then yeah. you're sorted um sign up to societies obviously there will be freshers fairs there make sure you go along to them although like they can be quite stressful and really busy and sometimes you just kind of don't really know what's going on but maybe it's like think about what societies you want to do in advance and sort of root them out or if you just see something when you're there and you think you know what i fancy that put your name down for it like it um the uni that i went to they had this thing called like a give it a go um session for every society <laughs> yeah so you would go and you'd put your name down for the, the give it a go session which is like not the same as signing up to the society because most societies cost money so you mm. obviously you don't want to sign up to loads and you've spent loads of money yeah but sign up for the give it a go session like it's just it's part and parcel of yeah the beginning of uni like going to some weird society that you decide you don't like and you're never going to go back but yeah but at least you gave it a go yeah exactly ah on brand give it a go um <laughs> yeah number six is ration which events you go to um so I think one of the things that I would say is like you will get to know people a lot more on like nights in. Definitely. So like my experience was, although I went on some like amazing nights out on Freshers Week, I just remember we had this one night where we stayed in and we just stayed in the kitchen and made like Rocky Road for some reason. Aww. And then, yeah, and it's one of my favorite nights on Freshers because yeah. it was just like, it was really nice. And I just think you do, you get to know people a lot more that way. Yeah. Obviously, I know you might just be like, all I want to do is go out and get drunk, which is fine. But try and make time, whether it's like a movie night or yeah. whatever. When you can, yeah, when you can speak to people not drunk and actually yeah. get to know them. like Yeah, it, it'll be so much better kind of yeah. in the long run. Um, number seven is student discounts. So make sure you get your NUS extra card. That gives you discounts like everywhere like well, not everywhere, <laughs> yeah, but... can't think of any off the top of your head but there are a lot <laughs> no, of them i know one off the top of my head that is mcdonald's i use it <laughs> used it a lot so you get the um what is it free cheeseburger free cheeseburger or, or is it or mcflurry I or think? mcflurry or mcchicken maybe yeah mcflurry's are overrated but that's for another time um yeah and also of course little plug of hundreds of deals on the site um some of them are like exclusive for students some of them aren't um but make sure you get yourself signed up to that so you get them straight to your whatsapp or wherever you know and that will save you so much money yeah number eight is my favorite one fancy dress you do love fancy dress i'm obsessed with an unhealthy amount yeah i mean if you do get an opportunity to go to a fancy dress event in freshers week or just whenever and you 100 percent will because that is just yeah it's life. one of the main things like just embrace it like go to charity shops make your own like do whatever 
Like it's just so much fun, and honestly, it's like probably the thing I miss most about university. It was the is the opportunity. You went to a fancy dress party like two weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> because I miss it, <laughs> and that was the first one I've done in like a year. Oh, fair enough. Like fair a enough. uni, like whatever it is, just. I don't know, get involved. You probably, you might be a bit like, oh, I feel stupid. I feel like an idiot. Like, yeah. no one cares. Uni is the time to do that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, number nine is dealing with homesickness. So this is obviously for people who like are moving away from home to go to uni. It's something that I did experience a little bit in my first term because obviously it's such a big change. Yeah. I think, obviously, I think everyone deals with it quite differently. I would sort of suggest perhaps as hard as it is, like you've got to go a bit cold turkey a little bit at the beginning. So yeah. like, don't go home too early on in the term. Like, don't go to uni for, like, five days and then go yeah. home for the weekend because that just makes it ten times worse. And, like, yeah. obviously don't, like, ignore your parents. But also maybe it's just, like, try not to talk to people from home yeah. too often. Like, as hard as it is, you've kind of got to let go a little bit. You've got to you've got to embrace embrace the uni life. Like, it's I guess it's almost similar in a way to, like, when you hear people talking about, like, giving up cigarettes or something. Yeah. Like, that first stage will be the hardest bit. And then once you do that, you'll wonder, like, how you ever found it difficult. Yeah. By, honestly, by, for me, by, like, second term, second year, definitely, I was 100%, like, how was I ever, like, homesick? Like, this is great. Like, it'll eventually reach the point where you'll kind of be, like, I don't want to go home. Yeah. You'll get uni sick. You'll be at home and you just want to go back to uni. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, it's difficult and at first it can be a shock to the system especially when you kind of like don't really know people that well but yeah. sort of stick with it and you'll be fine um, and then number 10 the final one is don't be that person and that person is the person who gets a bit too drunk sort of either i don't know doesn't make it on the night out or has to be carried home at like midnight and like, vomits everywhere yeah everyone i mean everyone is that person at some point yeah but like, i don't think i did it during freshers week though which i'm pretty proud I, of i didn't do it during freshers week i think i was very like what's the word like very conscious mm. of you know like how drunk i was getting and stuff like obviously like if you do it once yeah, people make those kind of mistakes like it's fine but just try not to be that person because yeah. you well a you want to remember freshest week for start that's true um also you'll be like good if you like pay money for a ticket for a night out and you don't make it on the night out because yeah. you're too drunk um so yeah so that is kind of our advice from safer student um, but we also asked our lovely listeners what their advice would be for new freshers who are starting. Um, and they had some really good stuff to say and lots of stuff which I also agree I wish I'd yeah. known before um, I started uni. So anyway, this is this is them. The one thing I wish I'd known before I started university was that you don't really even need half of the books that they suggest on the reading list. I wish I had known before university to never sleep or get involved with a flatmate in halls. I wanted to know before I started university that everybody was friendly and just keen to get to know you and probably just as scared as I was. So the one thing I wish I'd known before starting university is that freshers could be the best week of your life, but if it's not, that doesn't mean your university experience is going to be any less. Like second term, third term, you just will never want to come home. You want to save your friends and that's like that's an incredible feeling i wish i knew how normal it was to feel lonely and also how much university wouldn't meet expectations that pasta would be my new best friend i wish i'd known to save more money first i wish i'd known how important it is to be involved with sports groups and societies and things like that the price of cheese it's ridiculous. 
He's not wrong. Cheese does cost a lot. <laughs> I mean, it does. It is a bit of a shock when you head to the supermarket for the first time. I, I would say cheese and probably meat I would put up there as well as if you've never done like grocery shopping before you've gone to uni, those are the two things. You're just like, I can't believe that they cost that much. True. I can understand it a bit more with meat, but like cheese is like, it's just hard milk. Milk's not it's, very expensive. It is just hard milk. So why does it just go up so much in price just because it's in solid form? I have no idea. I honestly don't know. You know what? If anyone out there is a cheese expert, feel free to, to write in at podcast at savethestudent.org. Let us know why is cheese so expensive. Yeah, it is. It boggles me. But I mean, there's some really good advice there. I think just like generally people saying, you know, you might have these huge kind of expectations about what fresh is weak or just your uni is going to be like yeah and it might not live up to that but that doesn't mean like it's not the end of the world yeah exactly i I think when you especially when you watch like films and tv and stuff and they will quite often make particularly american films will make Mm. uh university to make to be able to be this massive like you know three year long party and it's going to be the the greatest years of your life and it's almost i mean it can be that and it can be amazing but equally it might not be that and it's not a disaster if it's not because you know not not everyone's going to feel that way and if it doesn't quite meet the expectations like don't feel devastated about it yeah and i think as as one person kind of said you know freshers week is literally just the first week of what's going to be a three maybe four year experience for you and like just because freshers week isn't amazing doesn't mean you're not going to have some amazing experiences at some point along the line like i would say kind of my kind of third year was you kind of think oh third year that's going to be just boring studying whatever i think it was my favorite yeah and i think as you you'll kind of see that first year might not even be like your favorite year of uni even though that's the year where you kind of expect it's going to be the best so basically if it it kind of starts out a bit rubbish just kind of hold in there because it will definitely get better also as well kind of going back to something we said earlier that you meet all these people in freshers week and you take all their phone numbers and everything whatever and then you never speak to them again Mm. like just because you haven't made any great friends in Freshers' Week doesn't mean anything. Like, I didn't make many... I didn't. I didn't don't think... Any of the people that I ended up being friends with mm. across uni, I think I barely spoke to them during Freshers' Week, maybe a couple of times. Like, it really doesn't matter. Like, it's not like after that one week, that's your window of opportunity cut off. You still have yeah. three years left. Exactly. I would say... I mean, I did make friends in Freshers' who have kind of stuck with ever since. Yeah. But then I also made two friends who were kind of like, well technically when i graduated but when i was working as the the newspaper editor yeah who are like who kind of like i classes like my best friends from uni now and that was in my fourth year that i met them um so yeah so just because yeah you don't make your best friend for life in your uh, your first day of uni or first week or whatever you know it will happen yeah so I think the main thing that people worry about um, when starting uni is, is making friends. And I know that was certainly kind of one of the things that I was really scared about when starting yeah. uni. And I think, I mean, it's easy for us to say when we're sat in this position, obviously newly graduated, but like you obviously you will make friends yeah. and you will find your friendship group, even though it might not necessarily be where you expect to find them. Yeah, I mean, so I think when you first start out, uh, lots of people, certainly myself included, fixate on uh your flatmates and halls and obviously for me the fixation was that i didn't have uh, accommodation in halls so i wouldn't have any flatmates um but for people who do i guess the fixation is whether you'll get on with them um but i think generally speaking given that it's people from all different walks of life um with all these different interests and whatever all coming together in a flat of like six or five or whatever however many people it's really quite common and not to be unexpected that sometimes you won't get on so, like, as I said before, I didn't get accommodation initially. 
And as such, I had to, uh, after about a month and a half, move into a house share with a bunch of other people who didn't get accommodation. And I really didn't like them. I've spoken about it on the podcast before. I really did not like them at all. And I'm not going to lie, it wasn't great. Like, it wasn't Mm. great living with them for a year. But after that year, like, but, you know, first of all, during that year, you can spend as much time with your friends outside of that house as you want anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not confined to that room for 24 hours a day. And also in the second and third year, didn't have to live with them anymore. Like I made other friends who I could live with. Like it might not be ideal, but you know, there are, there are solutions and ways around it, which I think is what happened to you as well. Yeah. I was going to say I had a similar experience, although I kind of maybe handled things a little bit differently. So again, I didn't particularly get on with my flatmates. So I actually applied for a flat transfer. Yeah. Um, but you weren't allowed to move to a different flat until I think it was at least three weeks into term. Cause I think the uni kind of thought, oh, loads of students will move in. Yeah, if they we let them move on. quickly, then everyone will move. Yeah, but if we kind of force them to have three weeks there, yeah. but I was just like, no, like I need, I need to leave. Um, so I applied for a flat transfer, stayed in the same kind of halls, but literally just moved to a different block. Yeah. Um, and God, this makes me sound like, what's the, what's the word, like Goldilocks? And I still didn't like a diva. <laughs> no, but so I moved to my new flat. Yeah, and I, my new flatmates were, were much better. I still, they still weren't my best friends. Yeah, like I still didn't stay in touch with them after I kind of left but I made friends you know like you I made friends elsewhere and they yeah. were kind of who I ended up living with um when I left but I think because I think at the end of the day it, it can sort of if you're if you're living with people who you really don't get on with and you're kind of your lifestyle is very different from theirs yeah. or, or whatever it is it can I mean it can have a bit of a negative impact on your mental health and, and that kind of thing so but most universities will have some kind of procedure in place where you can move or you can do something. Yeah, um, you're never you're never just going to be stuck. Yeah, if, if, you know, if, if you think it is that bad, although be prepared, like I had to move, you know, my parents helped me move in and then literally three weeks later, it was like me and a couple of mates like lugging boxes across to my new <laughs> flat. But yeah, so there there is always options. Um, you know, I don't regret moving as I think it would have had a pretty negative impact mm. on my uni experience if I hadn't. But at the same time, I now know that it definitely is not as big of a deal as I thought it was at the time. Yeah. So I think really the take home message is you don't just make hall friends in halls. Like sure you can. And yeah. it, you know, it might end up being the source of your best mates, but even if you don't like you can meet people on your course, uh, societies, sports teams, if you get a job, like you can meet coworkers there as well. And mm-hmm. um, even just like people you bump into in the library or something, like there are so many ways to meet people at uni and there are so many people at the uni that like yeah. it's, almost impossible not to make friends yeah exactly and i think that goes for kind of if you're a student um and you're kind of not wanting to move away from home you're kind of wanting to stay at home i think a lot of people get worried like how am i going to make friends there is literally like so many opportunities but yep. i think you do have to be prepared to to put yourself out there a little bit more than you yeah. might have been used to at school so you do have to kind of you know introduce yourself to people you know ask their name ask what they're studying that kind of thing make a bit of small talk like yeah. you can't it can be like one quite nerve wracking. It also it can also get kind of repetitive. Like I remember by the end of second year, I was just like, if anyone asks me what I'm studying one more time, like oh my god, yep. like it just it does get really repetitive. But it's you've just got to do it. Like that's that's how friendships start. Like it, yeah. it does feel a bit oh god, like this is just so awkward. I I hate small talk. I literally hate small talk. Yeah. Um, and like. I kind of feel like if I can do it, then anyone can. Like, because I'm, I really, especially then, was not confident talking yeah, to new yeah. people, and I hated small talk. But just like, it's that kind of thing of acknowledging that everyone feels the same way. Yeah, you know, yeah. like how they say when you go to a job interview, imagine people naked, 
Like, I never really understood it until Fresh This Week, where it's just like, imagine, it's, 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 the whole point of it is like, imagine that they are as vulnerable as you are, because yeah. everyone is, like, everyone's in this same nervous boat. So no one's going to, like, think you're an idiot if you, like, go, you know, no one's going to think, oh, he's weird, why is he asking me what course I'm studying? Yeah, because not- if anything, they'll be bloody relieved that you're the first yeah. person to talk it's not like you're going to a party where everyone knows each other and yeah. you're like the odd one out like you're going to a party where nobody knows each yeah other. exactly so everyone wants to make friends um and i think as well just as hard as it can be but just go along to everything that you're invited to yeah. so you know you, as you might be tempted you just want to stay in your room and like watch netflix whatever but like you're never going to make friends that way you do yeah. kind of have to go out there and i always used to say to myself like if there was an event that i was invited to like i don't know like a social for a society or a night out and i was like oh i don't know if i want to go like you don't have to stay like if you go and you hate it like you yeah. can literally just walk out that door and leave but at least go along and try and make the effort because yeah. you know that's kind of how you make friends and and that's how you'll be invited back next time um so yeah so i think the kind of the main message is making friends at uni it can be really scary at the beginning but it's not as hard as you think and it will definitely happen for you what would be your kind of top tips for living in kind of shared accommodation because i think my top tips potentially a bit controversial because mine would be to kind of like don't get angry about mess and washing up and like if possible just like switch off from it because i kind of went into uni thinking right like students are messy students go on nights out and they leave mess everywhere and i can either choose to get angry about it and get stressed about it or i can choose to literally just ignore it and i went for the second option and i i personally think it stood me in good stead like, i didn't really get stressed about i didn't yeah, really have any arguments so. you you forget that i do actually have to sit next to you at a desk so <laughs> oh I, I'm, I'm living with the consequences of, <laughs> of mess yes <laughs> i honestly no, i'm I kidding think, i'm kidding i think it's difficult like don't get me wrong like it can, if, if you're a kind of clean and tidy person or you think there's certain people in the house who are sort of being messy more than others yeah but personally i was just so chill about it like it just never really bothered me but yeah i mean I agree, um, because I am someone that I, it really does irk me when people leave. Like, I don't obviously mind a bit of mess, like it's your house, like Mm. who cares? But I really don't like it when people leave stacks of washing up or like just rubbish or like just like mess all over the countertops, like food, like spill everywhere. Like that really annoys me. Um, So I think, yes, definitely like cut people a bit of slack. But I think also really the one thing you can do is be considerate because if you modify your own behavior like if so if you are if you do acknowledge that you tend to like be a bit slack about washing up or leave things a bit dirty and stuff i think really you're not going to do yourself any favors if you kind of leave things in a tip because other people other people are going to get annoyed with you yeah i think as well if you are going to conference someone about it like just don't do it over the group chat or the messenger or whatever it is like just that always used to cause so many arguments because yeah. people would be like, oh, I don't like your tone. Or yeah. And it would just spiral yeah, out you of can't, You can't convey tone over WhatsApp yeah, very so well. Yeah, so just like do it face-to-face. Like yeah. it can be, it's, I mean, it's maybe it's a bit scary or it can be a bit more awkward to do it that way, but I just think it genuinely leads to yeah. fewer arguments if you yeah. do it like that. Um. Anyway, I, well, me and Tom made a list of just general things that we've picked up on from living with people over the years, just general tips, advice. Um. So the first one I put there is, because I've been on both ends of this. I've been kind of the culprit, but also like the victim in the situation. And that is don't take people's food because they will 100% notice. Like you think yeah. like I'm taking a slice of bread. They'll never know. I'm taking a little splash of milk. They won't know. They will know. Like, 100%. Yeah, I think if you do, because that obviously sometimes as well, it's like, well, 
I've, I'm going to uni in 10 minutes. I need a, some breakfast. I need some milk. Yeah. Fine. But A, tell them you've done it. And B, offer to or just do it. Just replace it. Yeah. Like, definitely. don't just take liberties all the time. Because yeah. that's when people start to get annoyed. If some, if you just say, look, I was sorry, I was in a rush. I had to borrow some milk. Like, I'll, I'll buy some more on my way back. Nobody's going to care. Unless, yeah. of course, you've left them without any. In which case, that's a bit of a... Yeah, then they'll, then yeah. they'll care. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, if you're really, really good friends with someone, they're like your best friend, then yeah, yeah maybe they won't mind. But if it's someone like you're not as close to, like, just don't try and like get away with it and think that you will, because you probably won't. And it goes the same for stuff like in the bathroom, like shower gel and shampoo, like oh. people. Oh, here we go. Yeah. I, I can't remember if I've said this one before, but this is, this is one of my worst memories of the first year of uni. Oh, God. Is... In a drawer next to my bed, I not even in like a public, but it yeah. wasn't like a kitchen cu- uh, bathroom cupboard or anything. What was in a drawer, drawer next, next to my bed <laughs> was something that I can't see on this podcast. No, it was just, <laughs> uh, it was just, it was some, um, some, some uh, razor blades for a disposable razor. Yeah. Um, and one time I went to go get one out and like, it just looked dirty. And I was like, what's that? And I looked at it closer and there were little hairs in it. Ooh. And I shared, yeah, there was only one other guy in the flat and he had quite a, like, you know, he, he grew stubble quite quickly. So he, it, it was obviously him. It was like, yeah. he'd gone into my room, gone into my side drawer, got my razor out, used it. And I, put it back. And then put it back. <laughs> like I could have, I could have feasibly just thought to myself, oh, I have one less razor than I thought I had. Yeah. But to then put it back and not have I've even cleaned it properly. That is pretty gross. Oh my God. That's when I was like, I'm not living with these people next year. Yeah. I think, yeah. When people kind of, go way over the line like that yeah. it's just really annoying um the next one i put here is invite everyone to everything like even yeah. if there's people in the house who you're like oh i'm not as close to that person like you know we're not gonna invite them to dinner tonight whatever like just just invite people to everything yeah. like it's just it's people just courtesy it's yeah just nice. it's just courtesy and like you are living with them at the end of the day like even if you know it wasn't through choice or whatever yeah like just just do it and then at the end of the day like if they don't want to come they won't come and then you won't be like leaving anyone out yeah no one's ever gonna get annoyed at you for being inclusive like, yeah they might they might not want to come and they might be like oh i hope they don't ask me but no one's ever going to lose their temper with you for asking them to yeah. go for dinner like and it just kind of stops i don't know like cliques and groups exactly. forming and it just kind of you know smooths over that um this one is just like generally like don't hog stuff so i've put like don't hog the tv don't hog yeah. the bathroom don't hog the washing machine the oven or the fridge like just as it was kind of what you were saying before like just be really considerate yeah i think some people who just like, I don't know, like you put your washing in the washing machine, then you just go off for like two hate days. That. Yeah. Hate that. Hey, yeah, hate that for two reasons, actually. Yeah. Hate that one, because obviously it just means that nobody else can use it. And two, I hate it because just for the clean freak inside me, it's like, well, what's, you've just got soggy washing in the washing machine yeah. now. You're just gonna have to wash it again. I what I was know, the point? It smells funny, but it doesn't yeah. dry properly. Because it yeah. stinks of damp and you're gonna have to wash it again in here, which is gonna, you know, use up more energy and water and whatever. Yeah. Basically, so, yeah. it's just a stupid thing to do. Yeah, stuff like that, like the washing machine or even just like, I don't know, putting something in the oven and not cleaning up after yourself. Like it's yeah. just, yeah, just try and be aware that you obviously are living with other people and whatever you're doing, you know bear others in mind um we kind of mentioned this previously but like make time to do stuff with your flatmates that isn't just nights out yeah so like go on a day trip together like i really it's kind of my one biggest regrets of uni is like not doing that more with the people that i lived with yeah same because it's like yeah nights out are great like and i had some brilliant memories from nights out but then at the same time like i don't know you're just you're just always drunk and you're not really like actually getting spend time with your flatmates i think it's easy to forget that not everyone really enjoys nights out. Nights out. Yeah. Like there might be some people that go and are happy to go, um, but 
especially at uni they might feel like they can't really speak up and say like yeah i don't mind going nights out but like it's not really what i like to do with my time mm. and they might want to do something else like they might really like going to the cinema or something or they might like going to like watch football or whatever mm. like again it's just being that just being considerate and just kind of getting to know people in a way that isn't you know yeah. seven, seven drinks down in a nightclub and i think if i look at the people who i've kind of stayed in touch with since graduating it's all the people that who i did that kind of stuff with that yeah. i'm still good friends with like the people who i like literally just went on nights out with like i just don't really see them anymore because yeah. that's not how you form. you don't create a close friendship yeah close yeah. friendship so you know definitely make the time to do that even if you kind of feel like you're the one who's like forcing on everyone like just do it um yeah do something nice for your housemates every so often like just go a little bit like what's the way what's the way like just above and beyond like you don't have to do it all the time i'm the talking extra like mile. yeah go the extra mile just like once every few months maybe he's like buy a little treat for everyone like you know tom likes to get some cookies on a friday in the office like that That's kind true. of thing I do, I do do that yeah like I'm a, I'm a pretty good guy or you know i've put here like or buy chicken nuggets at 2 a.m for everyone that's what i used to do yeah. um but yeah just like do nice stuff like that like obviously like you shouldn't you shouldn't really have to but it's just like a nice thing and it's just yeah as the uh as the corny inspirational quote said in one of our previous podcasts there is no traffic on the extra mile <laughs> <laughs> Wow, forgot about that gem. <laughs> yeah, anyway, it'll just kind of keep you in everyone's good books and it just makes you feel good about yourself too. Um, oh, the next one is good. Pranks. You love these. You love Uni pranks. Uni pranks. Oh my God, they are great, but you've got to know where the line is. Yeah, especially with people you don't really know that on well. A, on a prank. Like there is some funny stuff. Like, so I got into a bit of a prank for my first year of uni. Um and uh, I did like my favorite prank ever is to like go into someone's food cupboard and they'll have you know all their tins of food like their baked beans or spaghetti hoops whatever um, and just like peel the paper labels off so you've just got the plain metal tin yeah and you've got no way of knowing what's in it without opening the tin and obviously yeah see that's annoying but like it, I it is still funny yeah and like, I, I felt like the guy was just like oh my god like whatever and then he sort of had to open them up and yeah. put them in like Tupperware boxes but yeah stuff like that is fine but I think it can go too far yeah um like <laughs> oh <laughs> god here about throwing a lemon at someone when they're asleep in bed probably not the greatest idea did you do that definitely didn't do that <laughs> that's assaulting someone <laughs> lemons lemons aren't soft no i didn't i didn't throw it at them i just threw the lemon what you've written here in the show notes is throwing a lemon at someone when they are asleep <laughs> it didn't hit them <laughs> wow okay anyway i'm just saying yeah don't um... basically you got pranks and then you got assaulting people while they're in while they're asleep <laughs> so don't do that it's not assault oh my god anyway moving on from pranks um remember people's birthdays like all although actually this ties in with pranks the reason my prank war of face year started was because someone like went on my facebook um when i wasn't looking and changed my birthday to like not massively different because my birthday's beginning of december they changed it to like the end of november classic prank um and they didn't live with me um and then my flatmates started like asking me about my birthday quite a lot like quite in advance yeah like they were saying like oh you know you're excited for your birthday and i was just thinking in my back of my mind i was like my birthday's still quite far away but i was like oh you know yeah i'm looking forward to it looking forward to it and then like it, it was going on and on and then eventually they were like oh so what are you gonna do with your birthday next week and i was like my birthday's not next week and they were like yeah it is it says on facebook your birthday's next week and i was uh -oh. like what and i felt really bad because they literally like bought me presents Aww. and stuff like that so anyway um what was what was the original point oh yeah <laughs> remember people's birthdays yeah um 
yeah so anyway just remember people's birthday don't change their birthday on facebook remember their birthday um and just you know like do something nice like get them yeah. a cake get them presents that kind of thing um and also like christmas dinner as well like, yeah it's a good uh, bonding thing i think yeah like uh, you know you might not have dinner together any other time because mm. that's quite stressful but like christmas dinner like just make an effort to like just have a group meal and sit down and eat yeah. together like it's really nice um be quiet if you get back from a night out at 2 a.m. Yes. Like, it's pretty standard, but, like, it is honestly one of the major things that always ca- caused arguments for me at uni was, like, people getting back late and drunk and just, like, being a nightmare. So yep. just try not to do that. Next one is buy Lou Rule. Like, honestly, if you live in a shared bathroom, like, buy Lou Rule more than you think you need to buy Lou Rule yeah. because if, you're, if you think you're buying it enough, you're probably not. Yeah, like, that's probably true. Like, honestly, I, I used to get so frustrated because I feel Same. like I was always the person buying the Lou Roll. Yeah. And other people weren't. So just, yeah, just just buy Lou Roll. Like, buy, yeah. like, a huge pack at the beginning of the year and just, yeah. like, sit back and relax doing that like, your Lou Roll duty is done. Yeah. Um. This final tip and this is final one that I'm very passionate about. Oh, this one, see, I don't get this one. I'm like, just get over it. This yeah, you don't is, get this one because you're the perpetrator, not the yeah, person exactly, who has to deal with I, it. No, I still have to deal with it. Anyway, we should probably tell you what it is rather than <laughs> just talking about it. It's um, if you've got long hair, remember to take any hair out of the plug hole in the shower because some people get really mad if you leave it in there. Right. Number one, it's gross. It's, why no, is it gross? It's just hair. But this sounds like we live together and we, <laughs> we're airing our grievances. <laughs> Number one, it is gross. It's not. Hair is gross when it's off the he- when it's off your head it is gross when it's in the plug hole drenched in water and it's gone into a clump it's even more gross um and two a uh, three even you've made that mess so clean it up like in my first year so again the people i didn't like the plug hole used to get filled every like literally this is an exaggeration every day like i don't know whether she had a disease or something but she was losing like, a lot of hair um, <laughs> she didn't so that's why i can joke about it um but the giveaway, and the reason I knew it was one person in particular, was because she had very red hair, and the hair in the plug hole was very red. And it was absolutely gross. I had to clean it out every single day. I feel day. like that's persecution. Singling this girl out. Well, I mean, it was it was her. It wasn't the other girl who was a brunette. I'm just saying, right, obviously you should clean the plug hole out every so often. Although I do think some people get a little bit too mad about it. It's gross, and it I'm blocks just, up the right. it blocks up the drains as well. I'm, anyway, let's, with you, let's not turn this podcast <laughs> into no more hair in the drain. All right, I am agreeing with you. Yeah, basically, remove your hair from the drain because some people get really mad about it. It, it leads into what I was saying. Just, just be considerate, be guys. Considerate. That's yeah. the moral of the story. Be considerate and and don't leave your hair in the drain. Yeah. So I think another big shock to the system when you move to uni is learning how to like budget and be independent with your money, like probably for the first time, because all of a sudden, you you know, you get this maintenance loan in your bank account and it's up to you to know what to do with it and not spend it all at once. Yeah. Although, of course, everyone's experience of finances at uni is different. So some people might get a maintenance loan. Uh, some people might get a job. Some people might have their parents helping them out a lot. Um, you know, there's loads of different variations on, on how you get your funding to live at uni. Yeah, but regardless of what your situation is with money at uni, there are going to be times when you need to learn how to budget, which is why we've got our resident money expert, Jake, here to tell us how you do that. Um, so this is obviously the Freshers special of the of the podcast. So what was your experience of Freshers Week? Um, I'm not going to lie. I think I have a reputation as a bit of a money saver, both like in the Saver Student office and between all my friends. 
Um, but I had a very sharp learning curve. Mm. Basically, I'm one of those people that everybody knows that went and spent pretty much all of their money within the first month. I think it was for me, I had not, I did, it wasn't a strict upbringing. That sounds weird. Sorry, mom and dad. Um, <laughs> I guess I was a bit more restricted in like things I was allowed to eat and that mm. kind of thing. So when I went to university, I just went all out. Yeah. And that's alcohol, food. You uh, told anything. me a story the other day about an elaborate purchase that you made when your maintenance loan came in because I had to buy a suit for the wedding and <laughs> he's nodding, he knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I also had a wedding while I was at university and I decided that I would go into a suit shop and being kind of 18 years old, not really knowing the world of retail, what kind of goes on, walk straight to the shop, walk straight to the first sales guy and said, I'm looking for a suit for a wedding and I think he saw me coming. It was one of those things where... He let me try on two or three suits. I thought one of them was the nicest suit I'd ever seen. Then he told me the cost, and I was too kind of too kind of shy to wimp out bit at that stage. So yeah, that was that was. Uh, How much did it cost you? Uh, it was in the in the region of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was three three numbers, two zeros. I'll say that. That's yeah. It. I think it was four hundred, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll let it go. But obviously, you've kind of learned your lessons since then. So what would be your tips for creating a budget at uni? Like, do you literally need like a spreadsheet or is there a better way of doing it than that? Oh, it's it's different for everyone. I know that's mm. a very vague answer, but, you know, some people like right now I go to the length of I've got a really ridiculously complicated Excel spreadsheet, but no one should have to go to those levels. You could literally write it down on a piece of paper. Some people prefer to kind of draw up a budget and then take cash out at the start of each week. Uh, obviously recently there's been the introduction of you know app-based banking I know a lot of students have got Revolut Monzo cards Mm. things like that can help with budgeting so I think it's just finding out what works for you and don't don't be scared to start even on a small level the best thing you can do is just start yeah exactly I mean what would you say is the most common kind of pitfall that students fall into when budgeting Mm, not accounting for things like expensive suits <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just, just bear in mind students you know if you haven't started uni yet you're gonna have to buy a 400 pound suit every <laughs> week so don't definitely don't <laughs> but kind of related to that i think shock costs it's something that a lot of people you know okay i understand that some people do have to kind of live by the penny but if you can afford to save some money it might feel strange that you're kind of cutting back to save money that's yours and you already have but there's things like your laptop might break. Um, you might have, say, your bike stolen. Something like that is a thing that comes up every now and then. And it's quite a large cost that you might have to foot the bill for. And if you're not prepared for it, then that kind of ruins your whole budget altogether. Okay. And uh, how important would you say that it is to have a, a good student bank account and, and an overdraft? I'd say very important. I didn't do without mine. I couldn't have got through university without mine. I know a lot of students can't get through university without theirs. There's lots of options available. Some people prefer to go for the freebies that banks offer. Some people prefer to go for larger overdrafts. I think it's about finding out what suits you. So like aside from your overdraft, um, what would you suggest you do if your maintenance loan runs out before the end of the term? Students these days kind of accept that there's more to funding than just your maintenance loan. I think we see when we run the National Student Money Survey, we found that 75% or close to 75% of students are getting part-time jobs now. 75% are relying more on parental kind of contributions. You know, students have to be aware there's multiple income streams. You can't just rely on your loan to live. The amount you get as a maintenance loan is ridiculous. It's never going to cover your living costs. So you have to kind of look for other avenues. 
Yeah, I mean, you mentioned there about like parental contributions and stuff like that. So, and I think when you're starting out at uni, you don't really know how much your parents should be giving you. So like, is there kind of any guidance on that? While the loan is based on household income, I think that you should expect your parents to kind of top up your maintenance loan. I don't think it's unreasonable to ask them. I think if you're reasoned with the argument, then they would kind of see where you're coming from. I mean, shameless plug of the tool on Save a Student here, but we've got a parental contributions calculator tool. If you go there, input what your household income is, where you're going to be studying, it will tell you how much your parents can reasonably expect to kind of top up your your loan. I know everyone's different, but at least if you have a guideline. And in terms of if people are looking for averages, if if your household income is around £35,000 per year, I think you're looking at your parents having to top up around £1,300 for the year. Oh, wow, that's quite a lot. And what about credit cards? Like, do you think they're a good idea for students to turn to if they need a bit of money? Or you should definitely save for the hardest question till last. <laughs> this is a bit of a cop out, but I'm going to say yes and no. So, credit cards can be really good if you're someone that's really stringent with money, someone who knows how to budget, someone who knows that they're going to get money at the end of the month in order to pay it back. Um, there's many benefits, obviously. If you know money's going to come through and you just need to pay a bill or something, then if you've got a 0% credit card, it can help with that. And if you pay it off, there's no charges you're going to incur or anything. Also, you can do things like building your credit score. Uh, For those who don't know, your credit score is what the banks look at when they're looking to lend you money. And that can kind of impact on you in the future when looking at mortgages and stuff. So a credit card can be good for that. But this is the caveat with all that. If you're not good with managing money, I don't think it's a good idea to get a credit card simply because if you end up spiraling into debt, mm, not yeah. making repayments, I would never want to advise someone to get into that that kind of money troubles because that can obviously lead to further complications. Um, yeah, just you don't want to get into debt. So I think if, if, you're, if you're someone that knows you're maybe not so great with money yet, then potentially a credit card is not a good option. Yeah, I think probably the in my opinion, the best way to look at credit cards is really only use them if you could be using that money on the debit card instead. So like if you've got the money, so say you have, I don't know, £100 in your bank account, then limit yourself to £100 spend on your credit card. Don't spend more on the credit card than you've got in real life because that's when debt starts to spiral. Essentially just use it as a debit card that at the same time can boost your credit score. Yeah, because that's what your overdraft's there for essentially. Like if you don't have the money then you can, you know, student overdrafts are 0%, right? So you won't get charged yeah. any fees for going into them. And that's certainly kind of what I used yeah. most when I was at uni and I was kind of struggling for money. Cool. So there's some great tips and advice there. Um, thanks for coming on the show, Jake. And if you go to the Save the Student website, we've got loads more tips on how to budget at uni. Anyway, on that note, it's the end of this episode. Uh, make sure you head over to savethestudent.org forward slash podcast for the show notes. Um, and we also put like links to um, more helpful advice for Freshers Week, things to take to uni, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and thanks to Tom, of course, for joining me. Thank you. And hope everyone out there has a great Freshers Week and a great three years at university. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of No More Beans. If you enjoyed the show, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review on whichever platform you're listening on.